Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It is episode seven of Beyond the Negotiation on Belief Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sam Tiger, joined with my friend and co-host, Higgins Success. Um, This week, we're going to take on something a little different and the tone might be a little different. We don't know how it's going to be, but we want, I personally, and I know Higgins feels the same, we want to address something and it's the ups and downs of the business. Social media, our websites, our marketing, our promotional stuff, it shows the highlights of our careers and our agencies and ourselves. But what happens when things don't go as planned? This episode, we're taking a tone a little bit different and we're going to discuss very honestly some of the ups and downs of the industry. But before we get started, Higgins, how are you? How was your weekend? Hey, how's it going, Sam? Going? Um, I'm doing pretty well. I had a I had a pretty laid back weekend. Obviously, um, this was one of the first weekends where I did not travel, so I was home all weekend. Um, not to mention we had an off day on Friday from work, so pretty much had a three day weekend and just nice. relax and yeah, nice. spent some time at home, um, watch football all day on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, what about you? I know you had a big trip. How did that go? I mean, I don't know if it was a big, it, yeah, it was a great trip. I mean, it was, it was a quick trip. Uh, it was great. It was really nice. It was, uh, I missed strangers. I kept saying that. I said, <laughs> and that's something that if you're an agent, you understand. A lot of the travel is alone for the most part. And you go to places that you don't know people. And I always say that's something I enjoy. And I, it felt good to, to be back in back at it, even though it was a short time period. And um, people are awesome. Mobile, Alabama. Nice, nice, nice people. Had a great time. I know you enjoyed uh, chirping me a little bit on my Snapchat. I, I, that's what you were doing, De- too. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so, you know, I, I decided to check on you. I mean, you're my girl. You're going to Mobile and I want to make sure you were okay. So mm-hmm. I get on Tiger Snapchat and first and foremost, I have photo confirmation that you definitely purchased an entire row of seats by yourself, <laughs> right? So it was you, your bag, your coat. Those were the three seats, right? <laughs> so I definitely have proof of that. Uh, okay. Then, uh, no know, comment. I, I say, you know what? All right, cool. She likes to travel by herself. So probably like an hour later, I said, let me check on my girl again, see how she's doing. And boom, Tiger's watching ESPN or whatever it was. It was NFL Network. Okay, NFL Network. So then I'm like, wow. I mean, just you travel differently than me. Um, It's like you're like this big power five division one team. And I'm like a Juco when I travel. (laughs) It's basically one backpack one seat (laughs) anyways let's get into it so we're gonna we're gonna have some phrases and then we're gonna talk about it the first one and 
I think we've said this in other episodes, every agent and every agency is going to operate differently. None, no two of us are really the same. We, we are all quite different, but I think there is one thing we all, anyone who's recruited a player or recruited multiple players probably has heard this phrase. We're going in a different direction. And sometimes that comes from the player. Sometimes it comes from an uncle. Sometimes it comes from mom and dad. It's just something that you hear. And it's, it's one of those things that you're glad that, and this is how at least I feel. I'm thankful that they told me, but it still isn't what you want to hear. I mean, I've been told this before. Once again, I think a lot of people have. How do you feel about this statement? Oh, well, I mean. You're different. You're going to be like, it's fine. (laughs) Well, because I mean, at the end of the day, it is fine, right? Well, of course it is. Right. So, but I've I've heard, I've had that statement told to me. um, And I've had it from, I've had it from players. I've had it from a mom. I've had it from a dad. And I've had it from, I think, an old high school coach of a player that was part of the process. So before I answer your question, though, quickly, I'm going to ask you, who would you rather it come from? A parent, the player himself, or some outsider? Um, Is it better? Like, does it help you at all? Does it ease your mind at any any point? I think at the end of the day, it's kind of all one and the same because (laughs) – Okay. There, are, every player we recruit is going to have a different. I call it support system, because right. it's not necessarily always a family or a parent. So sometimes it's it's whoever the player chooses. I mean, sometimes right. I've recruited players that they didn't necessarily really have their parents too involved, and then I've had recruiting situations where it's been heavy, heavy. I mean, I feel like I really didn't talk to the player that much on the call the player was on the call but i really was talking directly to the parents because they were really the only ones actively engaged so i don't know for me personally it doesn't really make a difference well well for me it does all right i rather hear it from the player that's who i'm recruiting that's who i you know wanted to work for in a sense i don't work for moms i don't work for dads i don't work i definitely not working for a high school coach of or some little, some youth league coach. So I think for me, when a player is honest with me and say, hey, you know what, Higgs, you know, I appreciate everything, but I'm going to go in another direction. I'm good, mm-hmm. right? If that player gives me that, I'm totally okay. And I think all players can attest that the guys that I've recruited, I pretty much reply to that the same way for every guy. I just say, hey, man, thank you for letting me know. Go get that money. Right. It's pretty much a, it's like a, a, a automatic response from me when I get told that statement. Mm-hmm. Now, I've had like I said, I've had it happen the other way where it wasn't a player and, you know, it was a family member. And I, that stung a little more for me. Right. That that kind of, you know, that that lasted a little longer um, for me. I was as they say, I was a little sour. I was a little bit sour for a while um, because I felt like. Um, we put so much time and so many, so much resources mm-hmm. into recruiting players. You know, if I'm talking to you for months, you know, pretty much every week on a weekly basis, we're talking, 
I've probably traveled out to your game at least once or twice. Mm -hmm. The least you can do, even if you decide you're going in another direction, shoot me a quick text. Yeah. Right? It's not going to cost you much. I mean, just say, hey, man, you know, I appreciate everything. I'm deciding to go in another direction. And I promise you there it won't be any bad blood or any bad feelings. I'll just say, go get that money. To kind of go into another, I would say, down in the business, ghosting. If y'all are <laughs> listening, you're probably like, is Sam talking about dating? It's 2020. We all can't date because it's a pandemic. Ghosting. No. And if you don't know what ghosting is, if, if anyone's listening and doesn't know what the term ghosting is, it's basically when you're talking to someone you know, in general, it, this is not a romantic ghosting situation. And then all of a sudden they go ghost and they just don't talk to you anymore. And you're like, whoa, we've just been having conversations for months or weeks or every day or, and now it's just nothing. So ghosting, that's something that, that does happen too. And I've heard it from countless agents, um, you know, they'll be, they'll be talking, they've got a trip ready to go. And then all of a sudden the conversations they're having with the player, there's no response back anymore. And it's like, okay, well, what happened? But you don't know, cause they're not going to talk to you anymore. So ghosting, that, that's another thing. Have you had, we've all, I feel like we've all kind of experienced a little bit of ghosting. I personally haven't had a full ghost. I just have a very delayed response. Oh, so you haven't had a full ghost? I mean, I've had a full ghost in my personal life, but that's a whole nother <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think as agents though, we've all experienced ghosting, right? Um, I know for me, matter of fact, this year, like, I've experienced ghosting. Mm -hmm. um, I was recruiting a player toward, at the beginning of the year, beginning of the season, conversations. We had several conversations. Um, you know, we were, it, everything seems fine on the outside. You know, mm -hmm. we're, I'm getting to know him and, you know, we're, I'm answer, answering questions. I'm asking questions and, you know, we're going back and forth. And, you know, his team's having a good year and he's having a good year. You know, and, you know, I'm keeping track of it, obviously. And I'm like, man, this, this guy's on track to, you know, make some noise. And as an agent, you know, you're thinking in the back of your mind, you know, it's always that, well, I know that the more noise he's making, it's going to draw more interest from other agents, right? So you're, you're pretty much sitting there and you say, okay. It's you, going to be me and some like, change, parts, right? Yeah. You're preparing yourself because you know, you know, the guy's having a great season. His name is being mentioned and for different awards and things like that. Everyone else is starting to take notice. So um, eventually the conversation stopped. You know, the phone calls stopped coming. Even the text messages just stopped responding. All right. So uh, for me, again, I probably after the first um, missed interview or missed meeting that we had, you know, I think I text him maybe once or twice and I didn't get a response. I, I probably waited a couple of days later and I text again and I didn't get a response. Now I'm big mad. Right. So now, you know, I think I've deleted the number, honestly. Um, so that made you mad. Yeah, that, that made me mad. I feel because I'm intrigued because you, you 
You are a very calm human being. I am. I, I try to be very calm. I try to be, you know, just relaxed and chilled. But again, you, you have to think about some of the sacrifices that we make daily, right? So you have to think about, I may have pushed aside two, three meetings to make time for this conversation with for this sure. player. And now you just blow it off, you know? So when things like that happen, now I feel like, okay, you know, you're, 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 you're playing a little game that I don't want to be a part of. Mm -hmm. Right. So for me, that ticks me off, right. That, that, that pushes me. Mm -hmm. Right. Again, if you get to the point where it's like, you know what, Higgs, this is not going to work. Just shoot me a text. We, we're grown. Right. We're both men. Right? I mean, I'm pretty sure I can handle a text from, you know, another guy saying, Hey, it's not going to work. <laughs> I won't cry. I won't trust me, you know, well, at the but, end of the day, it's not about a gender thing. It's about a business, right. you know, it's it's business and that's really point blank what yeah, it is. Definitely. I agree. I agree. So yeah, I, I've been ghosted. I've, I've been ghosted several times. I've been, you know, and again, just like when you think about a personal relationship and, um, you know, I, I hear this all the time um, where someone may say, well, you know, you're not doing the things you used to do. You used to call me all the times. Now you're not calling me or you used to text me all the time. And now you're not texting. That means someone else has your attention, right? You hear people say that. And I think in this business, nine times out of 10, that's true. Yeah. That player stopped answering your texts or your phone calls. Chances are another agent has gotten their phone number, right? Another agent is getting that text message. Another agent is getting their phone calls. Uh, from that player I've definitely heard some horror stories from other agents man I had an agent buddy of mine a um, couple years ago and he was recruiting the kid and he told me he was like hey you know I'm, I'm going down to meet with this player this weekend and I was like all right cool um you know you want me to go because go on trips just to go I mean visit a new city and things like that and he was like nah it, you know it's a little far drive for you and he was like, I'll just go by myself. And he drove, I think it was seven or eight hours to go visit this kid. He gets there, nothing, no text. The kid's not answering the phone, no response whatsoever. So basically he had to turn right back around and go another seven or eight hours, return home. Right. That's, that would have meant that. I yeah, said, I don't I, really know. I, prob that. I probably would have found that player at Pro Day or something. Like you would have had to like, like we would have had some conversations. We at least, yeah, I gotta see you. Like you gotta see me. You know, like that's that's just you don't play like that, right? Yeah. Now you say you haven't been fully ghosted. Have you ever been in a situation where you had to ghost the player? Have you ever had a player that maybe is in your DMs every day and you know, or calling you every day or texting you and you like, man. I got to ghost this person. Right? Like, no, no, because no. I'm just very honest. I mean, I'm a small agency. I can only take on what I can take on. So no, it's it's just on. It's about being honest. And I think that's what it comes down from, whether it's an agent or a player being transparent and honest with each other. And I mean, yeah, it might not be what someone wants to hear. I can't take on street free agents right now. I just can't. It's what it is. If I took you on, all it would be is signing the paper. I just don't have the time. That's just what it is. 
So it's, you know, the truth might hurt sometimes, but I'd rather have the truth than hear this false narrative on some, oh, you know, this and this and go do, you know, then that's just me, you know, so I don't know, Higgins, you want to touch on the good stuff when you get the player kind of what are the next steps, at least for you that you take. Right. Um, like you said, I mean, when, when you finally get that player that you've been recruiting for months, um, sometimes it may even be, be a year or two years, right? So you, you get your guy, and the first thing you have to do, obviously, is sign the SRA, right? So with the NFLPA, um, we have this agreement that we have to sign between agent and player. So once you sign your SRA, you submit your SRA to the NFLPA, they will review it basically to make sure that, you know, things are in order. Um, you're, you're actually charging the, the maximum fee or the fee. You're not charging above the maximum fee. Um, so then you get like an approved email or something back from the NFLPA saying, okay, your application or your SR is approved. So after your SR has been approved, now technically that player, you and that player have a partnership, right? You're his agent. And he's your client. So now, um, you know, for me, I, I start, you know, finding things, right? We start getting together now to discuss certain things. One of the biggest decisions that you and the player have to make is a training facility, right? That, that's probably one of the first conversations that you're going to have with your client. So, okay, you know, what are we going to do for training? Some players, they want to stay at the school and train there. Um, other players want to go out of state and train, right? They're probably playing in the North and it's cold and they want to come out, come down to Florida where it's nice and sunny, or they want to go out to California or Texas. So you have to make that decision, right? So, so for me, um, it's finding, okay, here's where we're going to train. Here's where we're going to be for the next eight weeks or the next 10 weeks. And then you, you, you may look into things like, you know, if the player have any all-star game invites, right? If so, if they haven't been invited to any all-star games, um, normally as the agent, now that you know, this is my guy, you may make a few phone calls or, you know, at least reach out to people that are making the decision on that all-star game, just to have that player name brought up in the conversation. Not saying that you're going to get them the invite, but you at least could bring their name to attention to the people that's making the decision, you know, Hey, you know, check this kid out, you know, here's his stats right quick, or, you know, here's what he's been doing this past year. So, so those are some of the early things that we do or I do um, as an agent. Once I get a player, I do my stuff a little bit differently when I it's, it's still the same kind of the meat of it. It's the same. Just the timing's a little different when I'm recruiting I'll talk about training. I'm not going to drop any numbers or anything, but I will discuss the facilities that I've worked with, the ones that I feel a connection with and, and something, you know, we're going to talk about this in a podcast moving forward. Having relationships with trainers is important too, because we are going to send these players to train. Training is very important in this process. I mean, it's huge. So whether the player decides that they're more comfortable with their own coaching staff at their school or they want to go somewhere, I want to make sure that I know what's going on there. And I like to present the trainers that I feel like I have a good relationship with. And, and that's something that I, I take time to 
meet with trainers, to talk to them. Even if I've never had a client go to that facility, if there are some trainers that I know, you know, that's someone that I, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a partnership, but it's someone that I genuinely trust. And I know I've had conversations and kind of, we look out for each other, I guess you could say. So I present that through recruiting and we decide what makes the most sense. And then as well as the all-star games as well. So I think it's all in the same, you know, it's, it's an approach thing. And I think it's, it's just, you know, that's what it comes down to. So it's, it's a good time. It really is. And this year it's very unprecedented, but it's, it's an exciting time and it's, it, it moves very fast. And there's one thing that I will say, and I feel like Higgins, you probably, you might say this too. You're a good guy. I always tell all my clients when they sign the SRA, enjoy every moment of this because this is never going to happen again. It's not for us. It will. I mean, I will have another brunch or another dinner or another lunch to sign new clients. You're only going to have these eight weeks one time. I mean, you can have another eight weeks for your training, but you're never going to be in this draft class. It's like graduating. You're only going to graduate in your class for that one time. So, so take it in. It might be, you might be nervous. You might be upset if you don't get uh, invited to the combine, but you only get this once. So just take it all in. And I think that's something that we just, we move very fast and I'm guilty of it. I move very fast. We think fast. We're on the phone fast. I mean, that's the thing about agents. Agents aren't going to sit on the phone with you for five hours. You know, we're, we're like <laughs> quick on the phone. Hey, okay. Bye. Talk to you later. Da, da, da. And right. so I know we are and take it in, enjoy it. Do, do you, I mean, obviously you remember but how did you celebrate your first signing? Like, what did you, did you do anything special? No, no. no. Uh, do you remember where it was at? Like, where did you guys actually like sign the SRA? Like, cause agents do different things. Some agents, they have like a, it just a depends, big, you know, no. big show. Basically they, I don't do a big show. I mean, a big show to me know, is like where, wherever y'all want to eat. Some agents kind of... do it over a nice steak dinner. And it depends it, on the time of day depends on the time of day and if, you know i mean nowadays we got vegans we got plant-based so Man, it's whatever every it was whatever everyone wants i mean if it were me i may i mean you know where my 30th birthday is going to be i'm a little bit of an elaborate human being but i'm not you know it's whatever everyone's going to be comfortable with that's I, for me I, I i remember my first signing i, I remember exactly where, where did y'all go <laughs> burger king <laughs> hey i mean at that point he's already your client you might as well hey, you're man. like i am going to treat you to the <laughs> the two for five because all the money would go towards your training right no but um we actually we met at a restaurant in valdosta met okay at a georgia spot in valdosta and what it was, was like it a, there's not it many like there a, sunny's it was like an all-you-can-eat buffet deli-style place. But no, the food was amazing. I mean, probably some of the best barbecue ribs and mac and cheese I've had in my life. And and we we, we ate, and, you know, it was him and his dad, and we, we had a good time. And, you know, we signed the SRA right then and there. Did and you get barbecue sauce on it? Of course. Ew. Wait, you don't put barbecue sauce on your ribs? On your SRA? 
Oh no, not the SRK. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like picturing right, this sure feast signed. of like, like like pulled pork and all these ribs and stuff, and then like here's the contract <laughs> signed with like rib fingers. It's I'm sorry, that's just the picture <laughs> hey. I have. I mean, at the end of the day, as long as the NFLPA can read the initials and the percentage, they're I'm pretty All sure right, it's, okay. it's it's a go, it's a, it's go. a go. If it, even right. if you, it's Hagen's first SRA was featuring barbecue sauce, <laughs> <laughs> pulled pork all over it, smothered. Probably, probably would have got an email from Aaron like, "Hey, um, can you resubmit that?" <laughs> I can't. I have to take a moment. Oh my gosh. Okay. So now that we've had those uh, downs and then ups, I feel like there's just been some personal things that all agents go through. And I think if there are agents that are listening or future agents, it's, it always feels good, at least for me, to hear someone going through the same thing that you, do, you are or you have for me. And I, we really haven't dove into this too much because this will be another episode moving forward when I have um, some females on as well that work in sports biz. But for me, I think some of the hardest things that I've gone through didn't have to do with my education, my intelligence, my ability to do my job. It was just the fact that I was a woman. So there have been times that I've recruited and I've, it's gone to, you know, where I've had players say, you're, I'm, you're in my top two. Okay. And you go, you meet them, you do, you know, you spent time and then you don't, they go with someone else. And I've had the, most of the time, the players are very respectful and they tell me, but they, there's some additions to it. And for me, I've had I've had parents tell me that we love everything you bring to the table. We love your enthusiasm, your professionalism, everything you have to offer. We just would feel more comfortable with a male agent because the industry is male dominated. We would just feel more comfortable having a male speak on behalf of our son. And of course that stings, that stings because I'm like, well, that's how you feel. Why am I sitting here after six, seven, eight weeks? That's okay. I mean, I didn't randomly just, I am what I am. And that's, I think Higgins, you can say that about me, right? There's, I'm very strong in how I am and my brand and my image. And that's tough. It's really tough. And it's one of those things that I can't change. I can't change. And I won't. I I can't. If I could, I wouldn't. Because I just, I am what I am. And I'm very passionate in what I do. And that's a, that's a very difficult thing to be told. And it's one of those things that like, you can't change it. You just have to keep going. But the questioning of things that you don't necessarily have control over that's been hard for me. That was something that it really, it thickened my skin. And there was, we always talk about, you know, our mentors and our friends in the business, uh, Shane out of Buffalo. I remember calling him about something and I, I said, well, this happened. And he goes, you gotta get a thicker skin, Sam. And I said, to me, I thought I had a thick skin. I did. 
And this was probably like three, four years ago. And when I think about it now, I go, wow, I really didn't. It was something, it was something small. Like I had done some, I had planned an event or something for a client and he had like a, a dinner and he invited some people and, and I didn't get invited to like the, like, congratulate, like the, the celebratory dinner, but I had planned the whole event and I was upset about it. And he told me, you got to get a thicker skin. And I think that's something that it stuck with me. And now when I think about it, that's fine. I mean, I would have been like, okay, it was a success. It was good. Cha-ching, cha-ching. You know, I will be happy having my own dinner to celebrate my own self. But I think it's, it all comes in the growth of the industry and realizing, you know, if you're meant for it or not, but you will have a lot of things that you do not get credit for. You're never going to be like the center of attention. You might work your ass off. But I think for me, those are some things that kind of like stood out to me. So I don't know about you. I mean, I, I, I definitely um, applaud you, obviously, for just being honest. You know, a lot of we have a lot of the industry, like you said, is male dominated. Um, I think right now we may be five or 10 percent that are women, if that, um, yeah. out of over 800 agents. So it's definitely very few in the business. And I think, you know, the more that, you know, women agent like yourself and obviously others in the industry are more um, honest and upfront and vocal yeah, and vocal, you know, you never know who you're inspiring, right? You never know, you know, there's a young girl out there that's in college or that's trying to decide whether or not this industry is for them and your story may help them be stronger or your your past experience may help them you know grow a thicker skin early on so i definitely applaud you for that because in a sense i've dealt with similar situations right obviously um being a young black agent right you, you're going to you know you're going to have your your bumps in the road as well, mm-hmm. um, especially the young part. I probably not probably not not really so much being black because again I think 70 percent of the league is black, so that n- not really a big issue. Um, most of the players I've recruited have been black, so I don't think for me being black is so much of a knock in the industry as it is being young, right? Because obviously. Um, parents and as well as some players associate a young agent with not being experienced or a young agent with not knowing your stuff or not knowing you know what to do and the way I think about it when when I deal with that situation I, I, I think of minority coaches at the professional level okay if you think of the minority coaches at the professional level majority of those guys or women are very successful and I think the reason they're very successful is because they know they may only get one shot Mm -hmm. okay Mike Tomlin may have only gotten one shot but look at there's a reason why you know he probably puts all into it because he know man if, if I have a losing season I'm probably fired I may not get two, three losing seasons. 
right? We're, we're watching right now what Brian Flores is doing with the Miami Dolphins. Yes. Again, you Love know, it. guys like Herm Edwards and Tony Dungy and Lovey Smith. So if you go on and you think about um, your boy at Stanford, David Shaw, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. They're just standout human beings. So if you think about it, they're doing a great job because they know they're going in with a strike. So for me, being a young agent, I already counted it as a strike. So what that does, it, it pushes me to make sure that I'm on top of my game. Yeah. Right. So if I need to go back and spend all night and looking at old um, contracts or, you know, if I need to go to an extra seminar for the PA, whatever it is that I need to do, I'm going to do it because I don't want it to come down to a point where it's like you didn't know what to do or you didn't know this. And this is this has cost your player millions of dollars. Last but not least, we're going to give some words of advice some things that we live by that keep us going for me i always say i am where i'm at because i kept showing up i kept showing up even if people were like no 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 thank you no 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 you're gonna get a yes but keep showing up if you said if you stop showing up at the third no maybe the fourth is a yes and you never would know so keep showing up I don't know. Do you have something? Um, I mean, I like that one though. Keep showing up. I like that. I that's, mean, that's what I've done my whole life, and I'm not gonna <laughs> just stop. Showing up, show up and show out, Sam. Yeah, wear some <laughs> snakeskin boots while you're at it because you'll uh, definitely show up and show right. out, and no one will forget that. Apparently, I think um, as far as advice, you know, or basically words of encouragement or wisdom that I may have for young aspiring agents um, or anyone in sports biz or anyone in sports right or anyone in sports um i mean it, it's probably cliche but again you just you have to put in the work right it, it's not there's really you rarely meet an agent that had instant gratification right i think probably 80 90 percent of agents their first year being certified probably came away with zero clients right because again you're you're starting the process late the nflpa yeah. don't get back to you until late september or you're mid already behind right you're already behind the college season done kicked off agents been talking to players since the previous spring you know so you have to pretty much spend that year trying to learn as much as you can while you don't represent a player right so but the thing is you have to do the groundwork. You have to put in that work. So, so that's my advice. Just be comfortable with, you know, be comfortable with working. Be comfortable with putting in extra hours, right? So the things that most people are uncomfortable with, you have to find a way to make it comfortable for you, right? So, and, and that's just the way that, you know, and for me, hopefully I never lose that um, sense of hunger, Right. You know, I always try to re try to remain humble and think about, you know, where I come from and think about my background and that that keeps the chip on my shoulder. So that's something that I pride myself in, regardless of how much success I have um, in the industry, regardless of how many players I have that goes in the 
third round, fourth round, fifth round, or whatever the case may be, I want to have the same hunger. I want to have the same, uh, you know, goal of working harder than everyone else or working, you know, um, longer than everyone else. So that that's my that's that's my advice. I love that. Yeah, that's great. Have something to bring to the table. I get this question a lot. I actually had an interview today about, you know, being an agent explained, you know, the process of getting certified next Y and Z. And he said, okay, well, once that's all done, like, what do you do? And I said, you bring something to the table because that's all you can do. There's no brochure that says, okay, this is this place hiring or not. No, no, no. Bring something to the table, do something different or do something really well. Say, okay, this is what I have to offer. And then see if you can negotiate, start to go like even those beyond the negotiation, start negotiating <laughs> things early. You know, if you're good at marketing and you are, you haven't had much like experience with contracts or anything of that nature, and you want to work for an agency, go in with, well, look what I've done. You know, I would love to, to work with you and see what you see, what can happen. Cause you never know. So that's something bring something to the table. And then at the end of the day, I think we all can agree on this close mouths. Don't get fed. So never be afraid to, to ask the right, worst, uh, <laughs> the answer you can get is no. And you pr- get used to being told no, no, right. no, 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 no. And I think that's why some of my friends, here we go on the like personal life thing. My friends will be like, why why don't you get upset when like things don't work out i say because i'm used to it and because it's okay like this is life it's okay it's okay you gotta keep moving so (laughs) be used to being told no but you're going to get a yes you will get a yes so this week i don't want to be home i'm gonna be kicking it in the spot doing some work um hashing through some stuff how about you going anywhere um no, I don't really have a big um, plan this weekend. But what I am looking forward to is what is the Big Ten going to do regarding Ohio State? Oh, yeah. I, I, I saw something about playing Indiana, and then I saw something about Texas A&M. Well, the, the thing is, the Big Ten COVID protocol, right? You have to play X number of games to qualify for the Big Ten championship. Yeah, and they won't get it. So, Right, so they won't meet that requirement. So they apparently the Big Ten is supposed to meet it and vote on it and see um, what they're going to do, if they're going to allow them to play an out-of-conference game or, you know, how they're going to do that. But, I mean, because obviously it hurts the entire conference if they don't have a representative in the playoffs. So that's interesting. Yeah, Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, um, I'll just be home watching the Gators um, beat up on LSU. That's all. Just normal stuff, you know, Gators That's winning football all. games. Just normal stuff. <laughs> and then the next weekend is my birthday. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm ready for your birthday. I'm, I'm, I'm already thinking about my outfit. Uh, he know. asked me if I had a color theme and I was like, yeah. no, I mean, but that is something I need to, I'm like, right. you, my agency colors, of course, red and black. <laughs> I mean, what else would it be? Hey, black is always good with me. Uh, I look good in black. So red yeah. and black. <laughs> yeah. 
Actually, um, Cardinal Red and Black, but okay. Oh, oh, Cardinal Red and Black. Oh, man. Mm-mm. I'm going to look like I'm playing for the Cardinals. <laughs> not, not, not Arizona. The Stanford Cardinal. But no, we will look for Because I have actually, I do have a lot of followers from Bills Mafia here. The Bills won last night. Did you watch did. that? I did watch that game. Um, How did you feel? I, 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 I mean, they. I. I like them to win. I, I was very. I, I thought they were going to win too. I was very rational about the whole yeah. game. And I mean, I was a little, I was very neutral on this game. You know, sorry, Bills Mafia. Love Sherm. Love the Niners. Um, but yeah, it it was great. I mean, it was a solid performance from both the offense and the defense. I mean, you know, me growing up in South Florida, I'm kind of pulling for the Dolphins to make the playoffs. Anyways, go Bills, go Bills Mafia. I'm excited for y'all. I mean, thank thank you for everyone that's been following us too. Thank you for everyone that's been supporting us. We're getting a lot of feedback. We appreciate um, from, it from from people listening, from listeners each week. Um, we definitely appreciate it. You know, let us know if there's something that you want you're interested in hearing or that you want us to talk about. Shoot us a DM or shoot Sam a DM. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot Sam a DM. Let her know. Yeah, DM yeah, me. Know, who knows? It may happen. It may come up on one of the episodes. All right. Um, shout out to my boy Damon over at um, NFL Draft Diamonds. Definitely appreciate it. Again, if you guys haven't had a chance to, check out their website, NFLDraftDiamond.com. They do a lot of work with small school prospects. They do a lot of work um, helping guys, you know, get on the map or sharing their stories. I, I, I've learned a lot about a lot of players by reading their articles and their interviews that they do. Also, as- Draft Diamonds is great for agents. If you're a younger, new agent, um, right. really use that as a tool for recruiting. Um, there are a lot of useful things that you can you can have from Draft Diamonds. So we're so proud to, to be a partner with Draft Diamonds. Definitely. And as always, make sure to check us out each and every Friday morning and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. As always, help me help you. Show me the money. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube